Well, welcome back to another episode of Welcome to Mars. Today, I am joined with my beautiful friend, Mila from One Condoms, and we try and do a yearly podcast, I feel, every February. So Mila, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. Happy Condom Month. <laughs> happy Condom Month. Happy Measure of Penis Month. Happy yeah. Love Month. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many things to look forward to in February, so I also look forward to talking to you every February. I know. I feel like we need to start talking more often. It's like I feel like yearly just doesn't quite cut it anymore. No, no, no. We need to change that. We still need to go on a girl's trip too. I know. I know. I feel like you and I trying to schedule anything is like, well, where are you right now? Oh, I'm in Mexico. Oh, I'm over here. It's like, where's Waldo's world for both of us? Recently? Literally. And every time I'm in the States, you're on the other side of the States. <laughs> <laughs> so you're living are you so I think we've talked about this briefly you're kind of living all over right now living a little bit all over yeah our base uh for one condoms is still in Boston obviously but right now I'm in the beautiful state of Texas so <laughs> you're in Dallas right yeah Dallas do you love it there would you live there full-time I used to live in Dallas I mean I do love it you know tech just like any place has you know, pros and cons, but my siblings are here. My family's here. So it's nice to, for the first time in like 12 years to live in the same place that they do. So that's nice. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I've never been to Dallas, but I'm a big Dallas Stars fan. So I've always wanted to go to Dallas. Nice. Well, there you go. You'll have to come and we'll go to a game. (laughs) Yes, I would love that. That sounds perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's get into our episode today. I know that we had quite a bit of things that we wanted to talk about today. Um, So let's jump right into one condoms and like what's going on and what you have like new coming up, any promotions. Let's, let's talk about what's going on in the one world. Yeah, let's do it. So to start, so I don't forget, um, there is a promo code for 20% off anything that's on onecondoms.com, which includes our lubes, our Naughty Collaring Books, our condoms, the My Own Custom Fit Condoms, Move, Lux, all of the good stuff. You just put in M-A-R-Z, so Mars, at onecondoms.com, and you're all set. So before I forget. Yay. So you heard that here first. Use the code Mars to save 20% off your purchase. Yay. And then what's new? So it is condom month. One thing that's still been a big thing for us is flex. Um, these are cute little matchbooks. I'll have to send these to you. Maybe you just want to go like toss them out to people on the street. Wow, that's so <laughs> cute. Flex is our condom that's brand new. We launched it last fall. Uh, it's super cool. It combines latex with this material called graphene. Graphene being a nanomaterial that was discovered about uh, 10 years ago that now every industry is trying to figure out like, how can I use graphene? Because it's the most heat conductive material, the thinnest and the strongest. So then when you add that to condoms, it helps make the condoms super thin, but also flexible, right? Sometimes as latex on its own gets thinner, the condom starts to become really rigid and feels really tight because um, just the nature of there being less latex, less to stretch. But when you add graphene to it, it helps make the condom super flexible and thin. And latex on its own is an insulator, fun condom science stuff, meaning it traps in body heat. But when you add graphene to it, because it's so heat conductive, it really helps increase body heat transfer during sex. So if you feel like that's been a challenge um, during sex, then flex can definitely help with that. That's awesome. I had no idea. I know. <laughs> I, I've learned so much about 
condom science and things where I'm like, I was learning about like covalent bonds and all this stuff. I was like, I didn't think I'd ever talk about this again, but no, you learned that in high school and you were like, yeah, when am I ever going to use this? Yeah. And here we are. (laughs) Well, that's really cool. I had no idea, but that's, that's neat. And I hope, um, like you want to have that heightened, heated, passionate sex. Yeah. (laughs) That's a fun one. And then was it last week? When was February 1st, a week or two ago, was Measure Penis Day. And I mean, for us, let's be real, it's Measure Penis Day every day, all day. Um, (laughs) Yes. And we love to send these to people. Like, I had the best conversation with some guy friends at dinner where it was like new friends and they had never heard of it. And I was telling them what I do. And they're like, well, how do people measure? And like, literally, I pulled this thing out and all the guys were looking at it like, bro, well, what do you think you are? Oh my God, no way. (laughs) I always carry like a stack of these in my purse because naturally like what do you do comes up in every situation. So I'm always like, well, you know what? Do you want to take one home just in case? Yeah, that's a good conversation, like a good icebreaker. Does anybody want to measure their penis? Yeah, then here you go. (laughs) Uber drivers, I've given them to. Lyft drivers, you know, like it's... (laughs) You're like, bye. Thanks for the ride. Don't forget to measure your penis. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but that's it's, awesome yeah because it is still the 52 sizes right so it's the 10 maybe i'll just do a demonstration in honor of condom i found this banana so i'm really excited. i knew you were gonna pull out a banana i had a feeling <laughs> i know i don't think i could pull out a penis nor i don't know if anyone would be willing to be measured on a podcast but, you know, that's the next one but first they have to measure length right so length is in the letters c is the shortest m is the longest Oh, and yeah. this banana. Oh, and this is a challenging one because you know if you're curvy on one side, you got to measure on the longest side to make sure the condom is going to be long enough. So my banana is a J. That's a big banana. That's a big <laughs> banana. <laughs> and then you have to measure girth, right? Because it's also about the girth so that it fits right. So there's this little part at the base, and right? You wrap it around, and wherever the line matches up to all of these color bands. So this one is a fifty-three. So what did I say? J53? J53. Yeah. So super fun. My banana is now measured and ready to go. But it really is, you know, because so many people do struggle. Because when I say I work with a brand that has 58, 52 condom sizes, like what a useless product. Often they'll be. But it really does make a difference. If you look at even the differences in lengths here, Mm -hmm. this versus this. Like, clearly, they shouldn't be wearing the same size condom, just like bras, shoes, or anything else when they are too loose and they slip off, which is a big thing that my one helps solve is actually having condoms that are shorter and tighter than regular right. condoms so that they don't slip off. And then a big challenge is the circumference, too, because condoms are usually seven inches long, so they're too long for a lot of people. They often yeah. hang off at the tip, which is really uncomfortable. Or it bunches at the base, like a rubber band getting tighter. So that extra length can be a challenge. And then in general, condoms were the original condom fit made a lot tighter than what most penises need. So then either they have instant erection loss, which sucks, or they have... Have you ever had like a rubber band on your wrist too long and it leaves that weird? Yes. That's what yes. our customers call the red ring of death. So just uncomfortable, right? Regular condoms fit a lot of people great. And that's great and fantastic. But... If they need a better fit, at least they have all these sizes now to choose from. 
it's funny because I got your the package that you sent me the other day, and like I when I pulled this out, my boyfriend was like, "What is that?" Like, because <laughs> he was like in our meeting that we had last week or whatever, he was mm-hmm. like already knew that what we were going to be talking about condoms and penises and all that stuff because he read my notes because he's a little sneaky sneaker, and yes. <laughs> I pulled this out and I was like, "Okay, babe, like let's measure your penis," and he's like, "What?" He's like, "I'm not measuring my penis." I'm like, "We're gonna have to measure it at some point here," and he was like. I don't understand it. And I was like, it, they have like 50 something different sizes of condoms. Like this is the one condom brand that is just so unique because you're not yeah. looking at Trojan and seeing that they have a measure stick. Like yeah. they don't have like that. Like neither does any of the other brands. So I really do like that about one condoms, how you guys are just so different from the rest. Thank you. Yeah. If it's been like solving for proper condom fit has been a, like a major thing for us because yeah imagine if there's one size bra like some people's boobs would be like falling right out or some would be like squeezing and tight in there like it would be crazy or like one size shoe or anything else so Mm -hmm. I think most people are aware that penises come in different lengths and girths so makes sense condoms would come in just other than just one size or regular and extra large right Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think that's such a common misconception too because I do feel like you see a lot of those like memes and stuff like that when people like blow up condoms and they're like yeah see look it's just the same no matter what it's like "Mm, mm, no it's not (laughs) I know my biggest goal in this life well I mean you know like work goal sexual health goal whatever is to stop people from doing the condom over the arm demonstration yeah y'all this has a very different anatomy than a penis right like a penis has to work very hard to keep an erection. So if you put yeah. something on there that just strangles you immediately and then you have erection loss and then the condom is what's causing your boner to go away, like what's the likelihood that you're going to keep using condoms? Like, let's be real. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. Or on um, the other hand, it really is the slippage because condoms are so long and sometimes too loose for people. Like when you yeah. do the condom over the arm demonstration, you're like completely counting those people out. And that's what I've talked to a lot of men, probably hundreds at this point in the last six years where they're like, because of that demonstration and seeing those memes online, I assume that literally nobody else had ever experienced that. But mm-hmm. it's very, very common. Out of all 52 sizes, the snuggest one is our number one seller. Just really? Yeah. So it's the snuggest one. And then sizes that are shorter than a regular condom so shorter than seven inches but like the widest option so it's right. like, yeah um so the flex is the newest one that you have come that has come out right that has come out in the u.s soon in canada and also europe so probably like within this quarter or early next quarter no i freaking hate canada sometimes okay <laughs> because we are always last to get everything there are like i went to the states I don't know, a couple weeks ago, I went over to Buffalo and did some shopping. And like, there's only certain things I can buy over there that Canada just still hasn't gotten yet. Like as uh, this is a perfect example right here. Olipops. Oh, I love that stuff. (laughs) I know. And we don't have those here yet. At least in Calgary, we don't. I think I might have seen that they kind of have touched base in Toronto. Mm -hmm. Toronto always gets everything first. But in regards to these, like, these are my favorite. And it's just like, Canada's always second to get (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. It's not your fault. (laughs) Um, so you've got the flex. Okay. So I found, I was able to find my two that I had. Oh, Vanish. Yeah. And I have the Vanish and I have the Super Studs. Super Studs is also one of our like super popular styles because it has those like 
studs on there, basically. Mm. Right. People are usually really love it or don't like it. So, you know, wherever you are, highly recommend testing it. Um, mm. I personally think it's a great condom. So that's a Put fun my boyfriend to the test later. It's fine. Yeah. Do a test. <laughs> let me know. <laughs> I'll report back. I think that's what's fun. Like, obviously, I work at a condom company. I've been a sexual health advocate for a long time. But, like, trying different ones is mm-hmm. is fun. And, like, yeah. now that I – ever since I started working at One Condoms a long time ago, like, often, especially when I make new friends or stuff or they need condoms, I'll send them, like, a whole box of the different ones. And I'm, like, the only thing you have to do is, like, send me some feedback, like, the good and the bad about all the styles. Like, what do you like and what? And they're, like, okay, that's fair. Yes. You get, like, all the best <laughs> – juicy sex stories from I know exactly (laughs) I was like we were talking about the other day too I like saw that cute little like butt pack that you had I was like those are so cute (laughs) you guys they have the most unique packaging too which is super cool and fun about your product as well yeah and what was funny today so I because I've been traveling so much I don't know half the time where all my samples are and I went to Walgreens and I got one of these the mixed pleasures that has like a bunch of all the different styles (laughs) and the and like it could be a Pringles can right like who knows what this is um and the guy at the counter this like old gentleman he's like huh what is this and I was like oh it's condoms do you think it's cute and he was poor guy turned so red (laughs) Oh, and he was an older gentleman. I know. <laughs> He's like, what that is just so darling. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, that's so cute. It sounds well, so Texas. <laughs> I know. So we get to have a great conversation about condoms. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, in regards to, like, obviously your career and being, like, a sexual health, like, advocate, I feel like this will bring a good conversation is um, we should talk about, like, having – the conversation with a new partner about like practicing safe sex, because I feel like that is a conversation that I feel like nobody wants to have. I know. And I really something where like you have to make time for that. I feel like ahead of time, like I get it. Sometimes you have a one night stand and there's not this whole like little clipboard conversation that you're having, but like, especially like getting into new relationships or, you know, like if you're about to have sex with somebody, like, mm-hmm. you're about to smush genitals together, right? Like, if you yeah. can't talk about safer sex and sexual health and, like, what matters to you, then, mm-hmm. like, come on, you're about to be very intimate. So, And it's very hard. It can be hard for even people who talk about sex, you know, their whole lives. It can be challenging, but I always think it's good to, like, set that conversation ahead of time. Like, literally just say, like, hey, tonight at dinner I want to talk about sex stuff. And then mm-hmm. both people kind of, like, are ready to talk about it. Um, I think condom fit, like, obviously I'm always going to talk about condom fit because it's my favorite thing, but like, especially as women sometimes, or the people that play with penises, however you want to say it, like saying like, Hey, have you ever struggled with condom fit? Like I heard about this new product where like, mm. you know, like if you've ever felt condoms are like restrict restrictive or too tight or too this or whatever, and then you can give them a fit kit at a time or say, Hey, do you want to measure together tonight? Like, wouldn't that be fun? I think it's fun, but you know, maybe not everyone's cup of tea, but um, That's like the perfect way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I happen to have this in my wallet. So uh, so <laughs> take your pants off and let's just see. <laughs> right. And just to talk about it, like if using condoms is important to you, 
than like just saying that ahead of time, not like right before it's about to happen, but like saying like, Hey, by the way, I don't have sex unless there's a condom involved. So mm-hmm. you're like setting that baseline right ahead of time. I think is good. Yeah, it's definitely important. I remember I'm in such a very like I'm in such a different relationship now than I actually ever have been. Like mm-hmm. me and my boyfriend were like super like we set the before we even went on our first date. I was like, listen, I was like, I'm looking for something serious. I don't want to sleep with you on the first date. I don't want to sleep with you on the second date. I want to just like get to know you first. Mm-hmm. And it was so nice because he was on the same page. That's and I was so like nice. I was blown away because I was like, oh, my God, like, I've dated a lot of trashy men. (laughs) And when he was, like, on board with it, like, he was just, like, we only kissed on our first date. Like, and, like, everything just, like, seemed so different and great. I was like, wow, we openly were like, okay, like, we're both looking for something serious. We're not sleeping together on the first date. Right. We got that out of the way. And then on the third day, we actually talked about sexual health. And I was like, oh my God. Like, isn't that so nice? And it makes you feel so good. I feel like, yeah. like somebody's on your same page. And when you can communicate and just have that open conversation, mm-hmm. just makes you feel so good. And I feel 100%. like it makes sex better because you're like, oh, we're on the same page. There's not like arguing about condoms or arguing about it's like nothing we've already talked about it ahead of time we've like set our expectations and our boundaries and it's just like makes the whole thing better a hundred percent and like we had like I remember like I sent him like a text before he came over that night for dinner and we still hadn't slept together and I was like hey I do want to just talk about this like I think we should like you know discuss each other's preferences and past and sexual right. thing. And I remember I sent the text message and I text my girlfriend. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, he's never going to talk to me again. He's never going to talk to me again. I'm never going to hear from him. He's not coming over for dinner. I'm putting my phone oh. on the not disturb. Like, I like just throw in your head. Yeah. 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 And he literally responded with, I'm just getting ready to come to your house. Let's have this conversation when I get there. And I was like. And it just like, you're just like your whole heart and your whole mind is just like, yes, like an adult conversation. It was mind blowing. And it's sad that we have to say that these conversations are shocking that someone's on the same page to want to have it with you. But I just was shocked because I'm like, this, this isn't what I'm used to. Who is this guy? Who is this like angels? (laughs) Like literally. But then when you can have that conversation ahead of time and you can have, what maybe in the past you may have considered like a difficult conversation or like just, I don't know even how to do this. And then we can have that. I truly believe that it makes the sexual experience so much better because you already have this baseline of we can talk about anything. We can talk about what's important to us. And then when you bring that to the actual sex part, it's like, oh, now I'm having way more fun. Because if I want to like say like hey what do you think about this or I've always wanted to try this you know that it's hopefully gonna somebody's gonna just be at least respectful like "Mm, you know what I'm not into that but would you want to do it this way maybe or something you know makes it it makes things just nine times better and like the experience is just so different it's funny because he's a little bit more (laughs) 
reserved than I am. So I'm also kind of getting used to like more of like a the sweet little angel baby boyfriend. <laughs> and I remember the one day I like sent him like a risky text message because we hadn't even really like we're not like we're together every day. So I'm not with apart from him as much to mm-hmm. be having a sexting conversation. But I remember when I was at one, work one day and I like was trying to like sext him and he just sends emojis back. And I was like, no, honey, no, no. I- <laughs> He's just so cute. Oh, yeah, I get. Yeah, because I like I love like risque texting, but like not in like an overly graphic, but more like a witty yet sexy kind of way. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Nothing too like vulgar. Yeah, yeah. the sweet little innocent one. And I just get an emoji back. I was like, oh, I would love a little something. But sometimes people just if they've never practiced how to text like that, like, yeah. I don't I think he like, has. I, me try to do it the first time. I'm like, what the fuck do I say? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely intimidating. But like I said, it's just so funny. Like this relationship is just so different. And I just like find it so crazy that just right off the bat, like we talked about those sexual preferences and our sexual health. And just like it's just mind blowing when you're able to have those conversations maturely. It is. It's so true. And like even talking about things like, okay – however you plan to practice say for sex, whatever the agreed thing is that you're going to do together. Right. Um, and then if there's at, you know, like if there's a penis and a vagina, there's usually like the risk of pregnancy is always there. What level it's at, if you're using condoms or birth control or whatever it might be. Like I like to straight up have a conversation. It's like, if there was an accidental pregnancy, like what would your expectations be? Like, I think that that's a very, important conversation to have ahead of time because I have seen like friend couples where like there is one and they were completely not on the same page right like no matter what it is so I think that's an important one I was thinking getting tested like because I've talked to a lot of my guy friends recently where like yeah you know I went to the doctor like a year or two ago and like they test for that stuff right and I'm like you have to ask y'all like yeah. I'm going to say, like, in most cases, unless you, especially if you're a guy, unless you ask specifically, like, I want to get a full STI panel and then say, okay, mm-hmm. what does that include? Is it chlamydia, gonorrhea, HIV? Like, what is all included? Right. Cause we don't yeah. get taught these things in school, at least not here in most schools. So, like, getting tested, like, just because you went to the doctor doesn't mean that you necessarily got tested for STDs or sexually transmitted infections. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at 4Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. It's mind blowing the amount of people that don't know that. Like it, and it I get really right. 
like you don't get taught that you do have to have that conversation with your nurse or your doctor or whatever. But like there's this one girl, I actually want to get her on my podcast. She's like a sexual health advocate, like just like, you know, about getting tested and all this kind of stuff. And it's just, I read the comments on her TikTok videos and people are just clueless about it being like no I went I got checked for everything and she'd be like well did you ask and they're like no they just automatically check for everything it's like no they don't you have to specify yeah or I just had a conversation this weekend with some friends where they're like well I mean you're just gonna have burning pee if something's wrong and I'm like literally most STIs have no symptoms especially if you're a guy you have no symptoms and then you go and pass it on like not that you're doing it intentionally hopefully at least but like yeah there is such a high chance that you have absolutely no symptoms or you'll get symptoms like two or three, two or three years later, right? You just got, if you're sexually active, like go get tested together. What a cute Valentine's day thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so true. it's so true though that guys, the guys don't get symptoms. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. It's like, they don't know. So they are unintentionally passing things along. Yeah. And like for girls, obviously we do get more of a somewhat of a symptom, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's crazy. So, cause some guys are just not to throw men under the I bus. Know. I know, but if you've never been taught that and you assume, well, like, yes, I go to the doctor and they check everything. It's like, well, not everything, not honey. Everything. Yeah, so. yeah. So this is the um, PSA. If you think that you've been tested, are you sure you have been? <laughs> yeah. And I think it's good to also have that. I mean, like we were talking about, it's good to have that conversation with your partner for sure, mm-hmm. especially if you're looking for long term or right, even right. if it is just kind of a fun thing, you kind of still want to be safe, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of Valentine's Day, I thought it would be cute for us to talk about um, like what us as women <laughs> want for gifts for Valentine's Day and not, it doesn't have to be a gift, but like what we want for Valentine's Day, because I feel like men are just so roses and chocolates. <laughs> I know. And sometimes like that's cool. And I don't know what kind, you know, like some people really love that and that's chill. But like for me, it's quality time or like doing something weird together. Like dinner is great, but I just suggested to somebody like, I want to like get body paints and paint like a mermaid. <laughs> that is such like the coolest idea. Yeah, I also like- saw, it's <laughs> funny that you just brought that up because I remember like months and months and months ago, I saw, I think I was reading an article about like people covering their body in paint and like yeah, having sex on a piece of paper and then like framing the photo and nobody See? knows what it is but you. Yeah, like that's a Valentine's Day I'm on board with. (laughs) I think it's the coolest freaking idea. I know. Or even like cooking together. I think like when somebody cooks for me, it's like the sexiest thing in the whole world. I'm right there with you on that one. And even if you're not a great cook, who cares? Like pick out like an easy recipe and like make it together. And then you get to laugh and play and you can like look up YouTube videos like how to boil eggs if you have to. You know what I mean? Like I just think that that is so much fun. Mm -hmm. I'm a quality time person too. So like anything that – like you know what? It's nice when they plan something. It is. That's the thing. Like that mm – mm-hmm. I think most of the time it's like us making the reservations and things so that when 
your partner does it for you. It's like, oh, that is so sweet. Yeah, it's nice when they make the effort because I feel like that's sexy. Like effort is sexy. But like the cooking thing, I love that idea too. Like I – like me and my boyfriend cook all the time together too. So I do enjoy that. But even like taking up a cooking class. Like Mm -hmm. I'm Italian, but I don't know how to make my own pasta. I would love to do something like that. Right, right, right. Yeah. Because that is fun. And then you have like an instructor there who's helping you. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, like – Chocolates and flowers are nice, like not ruling that out completely, but I feel like they always resort to that last minute. They're like, oh, I better bring home flowers and chocolate or else I'm going to get kicked in the ass. Yeah, just like the gas station on the corner. (laughs) They're not even really nice flowers. (laughs) I also was thinking, because I heard this recently, like you can do it with friends or whatever, and maybe this isn't the perfect thing for Valentine's Day, but where people would like go together to like a thrift store and then you have to like pick something out secretly for your boot wear, and then you like have to wear it out to like coffee or a cocktail or something I mean you have to set parameters like if you pick out like tassels and a thong I'm gonna be like okay I'm not going out to lunch in that I think I saw that on TikTok actually, like a cute thread. Like you get each get like 20 bucks. Right. You have to find each other like a bottom and a top half. Right. I just think that's fun. I do think it just goes into the same realm of like doing something fun together where you just get. I love that idea. Now I want to go do that with Paul. (laughs) (laughs) And it's cheap too. Like Valentine's Day shouldn't be about spending hundreds of dollars. Like I just think just, you know, the thought is what counts the most on Valentine's. I agree. Like last year when I was living in LA, they had this whole news segment about some floral store, whatever flowers everywhere, people waiting hours in line and like the amount of people they're like, yeah, I just spent like $600 on roses. I just spent $1,500 on roses. I'm like, okay, again, if that's what you're into and that's what your person likes, cool. But I would lose my no. mind if somebody brought home $500 worth of flowers that look beautiful but will die. But that's going to die in about three days. <laughs> <laughs> I Like you can spend $500 on so many other things. Like for, you could go for like a nice spa day together for I $500. Know. Like, exactly. Even that's a great idea. Couples massage. Couples like, massage. You know. And if you like you know, don't have the funds to go out. Like, give each other a couple's massage. There's, like, such great, like, massages and things nowadays, warming ones, super mm-hmm. fun. Absolutely. I like those ideas. I think those are all really good Valentine's, like, options. It's funny because we were even, like, me, we were talking about it. Like, I bought him, like, the cutest, like – valentine's card because he's a big coffee drinker like i bought a coffee machine because like i only had a keurig at the time yeah and he drinks no lie like five cups of coffee in the morning and so i I get that really cute like valentine's day card and it was like um I can't remember. I think it says, I I love you a whole latte or something to do with beans. But I was like, this is like so cute and thoughtful because he's such a coffee drinker. So it's even just like those little tiny things that just like make such a difference on Valentine's Day. It really does. Yeah, it is true. Mm -hmm. Like I thought about like, what if, if you've been together for a long time, like go to a bar and do that little game where you like pick each other up like could you still do you still have some swag do you still have some gay yeah yeah I love it all those are such great 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 ideas um I wanted to also touch base on I recently okay I can't believe I didn't know this 
But you guys have a momentum loyalty program that mm-hmm. um, I want to talk about because I would love to know more about it and we should tell everyone how they can be a part of it. Yeah, it's super fun. So it's onecondoms.com slash momentum. Um, and Canadians can participate just <laughs> yay. <laughs> um, but you can do all kinds of online kind of games and challenges for points. So some might be fill out a survey or post this blog on social or send us your favorite idea for the best Valentine's Day date ever. You know, depending how much time it takes to do something, you get different amounts of points. And then you get points. And then instead of paying with a credit card on onecondoms.com, you can just pay with your points. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Access to all kinds of like giveaways and things like that. If you're in our top users, we'll send you like swag and gifts all the time. So we're, it's like a fun way to promote condoms, promote sexual health, get points, you know, you don't have to pay for your condoms. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. I don't know why I said that twice. (laughs) It's cool. We also do a fashion show program that because it's condom month, we have around four or five events coming up this month, but where all the garments are made out of condoms. So people want to host an event, a fashion show. Every time I say condom fashion show, I do have to clarify that it's not like people walking on stage wearing a condom. Although, you know, that maybe that's a 2024 goal. (laughs) That that sounds like an all right fashion show too. (laughs) (laughs) um oh that's so cool so you have some events coming up what else is coming up um what else is coming up we have something coming up around measuring and comics coming up i can't tell it's a secret but that's coming out next month then in april is national foreskin day so we're doing some education around foreskin such a contentious topic what we've realized and how people view it in europe versus canada versus usa and it's just because we talk to people so much about condom fit and how to find the right condom, we get a lot of questions around like, well, I have a foreskin. Does this impact how I measure or what kind of condom I should buy? So we've just been getting kind of those questions all the time. So we decided to do some surveys and some research and we're going to be putting out just content around that because I feel like there's kind of a lot of misinformation and judging and all kinds of stuff. So we're Mm -hmm. starting open conversations about the foreskin so (laughs) that's a really great idea because I feel like just like having the safe sex conversation that's just something also nobody wants to talk about I know and I don't know why like because I'm European so for us like talking about that was so normal and sex ed in school and stuff so Mm -hmm. people here don't want to talk about it no not at all and or they're like I don't know like borderline embarrassed like I I feel like people think they're judged based on that by women sometimes. And unfortunately, I think some women do judge and it's just such, so unfair. And so like, there's just so much misinformation about it, you know? So Mm -hmm. um, we're just trying to start as a company that really believes in like body positive conversations and celebrating people's penis size, no matter what they are and, you know, body size and all that stuff. So I think now it's time to have some open conversations about foreskin stuff. So I love that. That's yeah. so great. You yeah. see, this is why I just love you and one. Thank you. And we love you. <laughs> um, when did you say that fashion show was? Where is it? Um, there's four different ones at universities across the U.S. I wish I had that in front of me right now, but I don't. But That's okay. That's we'll cool. That's cool. You have to like send me like updates about that. I just I think everything, ugh, everything you guys do is so awesome. <laughs> 
Well, thank you. Yeah, we try. You know, all I think about from like nine to five, Monday through Friday is like condoms and lubricant. <laughs> hey, that's okay. I've got my favorite lube right here. Uh, I have mine here too. <laughs> <laughs> We're ready to go. Ooh, and for this one, like, you know, the top of this isn't always like, you know, we've just had some challenges with the pump of this, the pump top yeah. part, how it comes out. So we're changing it to a pump this year. Oh, I know. We're really excited about it. <laughs> just pump just, it up. Yeah, just pump it up. So it's going to be a lot easier to get out the right amount. So. Oh, that's perfect. That's awesome. You'll have to send me some of that too because I swear by this stuff. I love this stuff. This mm-hmm. is my favorite stuff. Yeah, I could sleep in it. <laughs> it uh, so funny. Even like we were thinking about alternate uses for silicone lube and like apparently some people use it to shine their boots. Some people use it as hair gel. I don't know, you know, like recommended any of this, but I've heard all these other ways. Works great for sex, right? It is such a fantastic lube, but yeah. yeah. Really all not- kinds of uses for this thing too. I saw, again, I swear I get all my information from TikTok. I saw there was a trend going on for a while. People were using lube as a primer. And that's where I was like, I mean, sure, if it works, cool. But there's so many products that are actually meant as primers. Yeah. Okay, maybe it blew up. Like people were doing it. All these beauty influencers were trying it. I was like, I just don't think that's one I can do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, one other thing I want to talk about is, um, your bum safe condoms. Um, tell the people since one condoms are approved for anal play. Yes. So that's where, um, for basically since condoms were first started to be classified as medical devices, right? Under the FDA, under Health Canada, Europe, um, they were only officially approved for vaginal use. So when you look at like a condom box, there's an intended use. And it used to always say intended to prevent STIs and unintended pregnancy during vaginal use. It doesn't mean that condoms didn't work for anal or that mm-hmm. the FDA hates anal or something. Cause that's, you know, yeah. everyone must always blame the FDA. Um, but it's just that nobody had ran an actual clinical trial mm-hmm. where, you know, you show essentially like we took these condoms, people use them during anal and then they test failure rates. So breakages, slippage, all that stuff. Um, so because we did that and this whole project from running the clinical trial to submitting the data to the FDA um, took almost 10 years. But then we submitted all the data. The Emory University in Atlanta ran the clinical trial for us. Um and then it's not like we were shocked, like, no, duh, condoms work for anal use, right? It's just that nobody had actually tested it to make sure. So because mm-hmm. we did that clinical trial and submitted that to the FDA, then we can now say, well, condoms are butt stuff. We say butt stuff approved because it's more fun. But, like, on our yeah. intended use, we can say it's for vaginal and anal. Um, and we're really excited about, it. like, when the news came out and – everyone from media around the world to literally Saturday Night Live talking about this. Like for us, it was just a win to get people to basically trick people into talking about anal sex. Yeah. Hey, I'll talk about it all day. Yeah. (laughs) Saturday Night Live. Yeah. They were very excited about it. Yeah. Because it was just and like starting conversation about like anal sex safety and then all these articles talked about like how you should use lube and all the stuff and for us it was just from a public health perspective and just like talking and 
recognizing the different ways that people have sex um, mm-hmm. was very cool. Um, are all one condoms butt safe? Tech, it's like a technicality, right? So because it's the Vanish and my one and Classic Select and then Super Sensitive that were in the clinical trial, those are the ones that officially like have the um, thing on the box, right? But all condoms, whether it's our brands or other brands, I mean, they go through the same regulatory, very stringent testing and all that. So it doesn't mean that other condoms don't work for anal. And certainly we would never say that, like only use ours for anal because everyone else's doesn't work. It's that we just took the time to make sure that condoms work that way and know for sure that those styles work for that purpose. But it's not like other condoms don't work for anal in the same way. Right. You guys have, I think I saw you do have though, like a butt pack, right? Oh yeah. The backdoor pack, which yeah. uh, developed with Walmart, which was a super fun project. Um, are those, those are only available at Walmart. At Walmart and um, yeah, at, at Walmart and then walmart.com. Yeah. Okay. And are, are those available in Canada? <laughs> I believe that they are. Yeah, I think that they are. The packaging on those ones are so cute. When I read the blog the other day, I was like, <laughs> I need those just to have them because the I packaging. I send you like a whole bunch, and maybe you can hand those off for us. Yeah, send me some. I would love to do that. I'll just hit the street and just be like, Hey, here, and just toss them out. Toss them out, yeah. Because <laughs> what's inside is a sample of the super sensitive, and then the vanish condom, and then one of one of the sizes for the my one custom fit. That's kind of like in the middle of the range. So um, if the Backdoor pack is not available in your area, then you know, Vanish and Super Sensitive and my one definitely are like as individual products. It's so cute because I was gonna just open up these for people if anybody decides to watch. Oh, it's not these ones. Hold on, let me grab these ones that are beside me. I have some too. Oh, you do? Oh, well, of course you do. I remember bubble gum and I ooh, and that's the fun thing about our flavored condoms because they don't use sugars or sweeteners. You can use them like vaginally, anally, or you know, it's not just like for oral sex. So that's the cool thing about our I have the cutest one from the holiday ones that you got me, and they have like these little snowmen snowmen getting it (laughs) i just okay anyways for those who are watching this actual episode i the packaging on these is always like it just brings a smile to my face because they're always different they're always fun and that's the other thing i'll finish off with you guys do like an artist like challenge or whatever like for people to submit stuff Yes, we are taking like a hiatus right now because we're trying to like reimagine what does the future of art and one condoms look like. But for almost 15, 20 years, we ran a contest, like two to three contests a year. That's why a lot of the cheeky fun stuff comes through. Like this one says one happy landing. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Um. And like here's two people making out. So a lot of those come through are like design contest and then we do also if you are an artist yourself we do partner with a lot this is okuda this is super cool one of my favorite artists okay um, who's from spain who does art around the world where we do like curated collections and partnerships with artists whether it's street artists or all kinds of different stuff so we are all about art and cool designs on condom wrappers as a way to you know start conversations and you can be you know for your condom conversation that you're having with a new partner you can be like 
look at this. Isn't this funny? Now let's talk about condoms. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like even just like in the super studded pack, like all of these are so different. Like there's a little kitten. Oh, that's one of my favorites. That's space cat. <laughs> and like veggies. <laughs> I could just play with these all day. Paul's going to come home and I'm just going to be looking at all my condoms. <laughs> That's the thing and why we're like love art so much. It is it does make talking about them a lot easier, even as like educators or outreach people who are at events handing out condoms. It's so easy to get people to walk away with like five to 15 condoms where they're like, well, I want the beaver and I want this cool street artist and I want this one. And you guys then- see cool ones for Halloween too. There were like little skeletons on them. And- skeletons, Yeah. I love it. You can, that's exactly why it makes you guys so unique. And that's just, like I said, my favorite thing about you guys. And I love working with you guys. And I you know. just always bring a smile to my face. Uh, you bring a smile to our face. <laughs> right. Um, well, I don't want to keep you too long. So we can wrap this up. Tell everyone where – you know, we can do Canada and U.S. They can find One Condoms. Yes. Um, so it's uh, my One Custom Fit and One Condoms is on onecondoms.com. Kind of integrated the two sites now. And then in the U.S., we're also in stores like CVS, Walmart, Walgreens, um, Canada. I don't think we're in any physical stores right now, but um, hopefully soon again. Um, but, yeah, onecondoms.com is perfect. also on Amazon. So, Oh, I didn't know you Canada and Amazon US. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Well, it's always such a pleasure having you on my show. We need to plan a freaking girls trip as soon as possible. 2024, it's going to (laughs) happen. 100%. I'll meet you in Vegas. Okay, I love that. Let's do that. (laughs) Yeah, perfect. Okay, well, thank you so much for joining me today. And we need to do this again more often other than once a year. Okay, I love it. All right. Thank you. Perfect. Well, enjoy the rest of Love Month and we will chat soon. All right. Thanks, everyone. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon. Come on, let's go. To the blue hotel I wanna live at the blue hotel The podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares. It's for the open-minded, the pleasure seeker. 
It's Jeff Woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality, theme-based with special guests, Blue Hotel Hotline, and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story. Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd.